0: Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I'm taking this week off so I can work on our fall books. I've picked out one of my favorite weeks from last summer to rerun for you, and I'll be back next Monday with new episodes.
1: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
0: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Friend Friday, and today we have a special guest as we continue our sneak preview of our book that's coming out next week, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Gratitude. I want to welcome Deborah Norville, my co-author on the book.
1: Morning or afternoon, whatever time it is when people are listening.
0: So Deborah is a best-selling author. Everybody knows that she's the anchor of Inside Edition and has been for 21 years now. She's a two-time Emmy winner. She's on the board of directors of Viacom, and she's a best-selling author herself, including one that is very relevant to this topic, Thank You Power, Making the Science of Gratitude Work for You. And Deborah has worked with me on various books. She wrote the forewords for Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, and Chicken Soup for the Soul, Find Your Happiness. And Deborah. I talk about both of those books all the time on the podcast. She was my co-author last year on Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Possible, and now my co-author on Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Gratitude.
1: And I am so happy that we are doing this book because when I... Published Thank You Power several years ago. Um, it was really the first time that anybody had taken what was a fairly new body of research in academia in the field of positive psychology and specifically the power of gratitude, how actually being mindful of what are the blessings in your life, created measurable positive changes, but it was research-oriented. It was, the research is this, and here are a few people who are examples. What I love about our new book, Amy, The Power of Gratitude, it is frontline, real stories from regular folks who've seen The Power of Gratitude and the enormous force for positivity in their lives. And and to be able to share that, I think, is really kind of a noble effort. And I'm just so glad that you chose this topic um, for us to work on together.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing people talking about counting their blessings, Mm -hmm. reminding themselves to be grateful for their lives, reminding themselves how lucky they are for the standard of living that we have, and reminding themselves that whatever their problems are, they're not that big a deal and they're not insurmountable, and so it's interesting. We've been in business twenty-three years, and it's the first time we've done a book specifically about the power of gratitude. I think it's long overdue.
1: Wow! Really? Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Well, I am. It is better late than never, right?
0: Yeah, and i I think it's it's so valuable. I find that. Well, you know, I've been doing this job now for almost nine years, and. One of the key things I've learned from reading tens of thousands of Chicken Soup for the Soul stories is to be grateful for what I have. And boy, does it change you as a person. When you are grateful all the time and when you recognize the blessings in your life, it makes you a different person and people like you better.
1: Yeah, and and this is not just your observation. I mean, You're a very likable person anyway, but the research um, really backs that up, and that's what got me intrigued by this subject several years ago was the fact that there was actual proof. I mean, sort of intuitively, all get that, oh, you know, if you put your mind on positive things, um, probably, you know, your life will be better, but... But where was the proof of that and what kind of studies had been done and, and I'd love to share because our book has so many wonderful stories of, of people who've found how the power of gratitude really has changed their lives for the better. I want to talk about some of those stories and maybe share the research behind why some of these um these people found that it was it was such a blessing. Like there's this one, I don't know if you remember this um particular story. It was a, a girl named Amy also named Amy. Um, Amy Power is her name, and she had been studying for the bar. Do you remember this girl? Oh, my gosh, yes, the bar exam yeah. and the father. She was studying for yes. the bar exam, and you know that is a excruciatingly difficult test. And unfortunately, she missed passing the Ohio bar by one point. And she was really upset because while she was studying for the bar, Um, Her father was ill and was suffering at that point with cancer. And she really felt like, good God, this is, you know, I am a total loser. This has been a complete waste of my time. I don't have a law degree. I can't practice law, uh, which is what I went to college for, for the last, what, three to four years. And on top of that, my father is dying. So she doesn't have a job. She can't get one in the field that she wants, so she goes home, which is another thing that sort of makes you feel like you've got a big L on your forehead. You're an adult and you're living back home with your parents. Instead of seeing it all as a giant, great, big negative in her life, she realized that thanks to that one point that she didn't get on her bar exam, she was able to go home. And spend time with her father and while she was living in this case it was in Texas where her dad was as she's sitting there with her daddy she's studying the Texas State Bar um, material and her father passed away but knew that she had passed the bar and so while he wasn't well enough to go to the licensing ceremony when she officially, you know, becomes a member of this Texas state um, bar and is able to practice in the state of Texas, he knew. And so she was incredibly grateful for that. And as she was sitting there with her father, as he's not well, and she's studying for the bar exam, she was filled with gratitude. You know what? I'm so glad I didn't pass in Ohio because I get to be here with my daddy. Well, here's the science behind that. And this might explain why Amy passed the Texas State Bar instead of the Ohio State Bar. Because what was going on in her mind? What was her mindset when she was in Ohio? Right? She was, she was sort of frustrated that she's so far from her father. He's not well. A little bit kind of conflicted. Gosh, I really ought to be with daddy, but I got to study hard and pass this exam. So there was some negative thought processes going on, right? Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. But when she's in Texas and she's sitting there with her father, and he's not well, but she's with him and she's grateful, and they have this time together. And even though she's looking at the book, she's with him. There is a positivity going on. Well, the research that was done by Barbara Fredrickson, who is at the time was at the University of Michigan, she's now at University of North Carolina. Um, her research found that when you are in positive affect. Translated, that means when you're feeling good, when you're kind of happy, when life is okay. It doesn't have to be brilliantly fabulous, just life is good. When life is good, you have actually created a process, a chemical process in your brain that enables, she calls it the broaden and build um, phenomenon. You are able to broaden your ability to reach the information that is in your head. We all know we've studied stuff. We've learned the information, but darn it, sometimes you can't grab it. When you're in positive affect, when you're feeling good, it's almost as though, imagine, you know, make with your fingers, make a little bitty tube, and maybe it's like an inch big. Well, there's no way you can take your left hand into that little one-inch tube you've made with your right, because it's not big enough. But when you're in positive affect, it's as though you have broadened the size of that tube, and it's made larger, and you can actually stick your hand in there and retrieve whatever's on the other side. It's the same thing with the information. By being in a positive frame of mind because she was with her father during his time of need, Amy was able to better grab the information that she knew and thus was able to pass the bar exam.
0: Yeah, the that makes a lot of sense. positivity of
1: gratitude helped her become a lawyer.
0: You know what else I love? So many people in the book showed us how even if you aren't naturally grateful, you can become that way. You can actually practice it, and it will Mm -hmm. become one of your traits pretty quickly. I mean, there was Story 51 by Haley Smart where she was a pretty negative girl. Um, She wasn't... Oh, she was 25, and she said she was still waiting for her life to start. And then her mom told her how to be thankful every day. And yep. Haley started practicing it and she became a grateful person. It, it became part of her persona. She wrote down five things she was grateful for from then on every single mm-hmm. day. And all of a sudden she became a successful person. So it shows you don't even have to have it built into you. You can become that person.
1: That's true. And actually the research shows about 50% of of our sort of mindset is, you know, we're born with it. It's the way we are. But that means 50% we can work on. So if you are naturally someone who has a tendency to see the clouds rather than the sunshine, that's fine. That's the way you were wired. But the good news is you can change your wiring. You can almost, you know, be like a a junior electrician. You can redo your own wiring simply through the practice, like Haley did, of of regular gratitude if you want to become a, a more you know, sunny side up kind of person. And the other thing that's really cool about that is the research shows. I mean, there's this wonderful um, expression about uh, about the practice of gratitude. It may not come naturally, but practice will make it more agreeable. It it there is what they call uh, the psychologists call an upward spiral. So when you do the first time, it's kind of like, uh, it's like pushing, it's like pushing a rock. You try to get that rock to go you really have to exert a lot of energy. But then when that rock starts to go, you actually don't have to use as much energy to keep it going. And the next thing you know, if it's a round rock, it'll start tumbling and all you have to do is just kind of keep it going in the direction you want. And that doesn't take any effort at all. So in the beginning, the practice of gratitude can for many people be a pain in the backside. But if you literally just take a little bitty notebook, it's what I do, um, carry it around in my pocketbook. It sort of looks like a checkbook, but it's not. It's just a little gratitude book. And you just dot down a couple of words of the things that happened to you that day um, for which you were grateful. It becomes an easier practice. And what's really cool is the laundry list of things that happen as a result. And there are so many examples of that in our book of people who um, started practicing gratitude and found all these amazing things um, as a result.
0: Yeah, it's really life changing. And I love the fact you don't have to be born that way. That to me is so significant. Even the sourest, most pessimistic person who kind of hates him or herself for being so sour and pessimistic mm-hmm. can read. Oh my gosh, just about any one of these stories in this book will get you motivated and will get you started on this new path to practicing gratitude and making yeah. it part of yourself.
1: And here's a really cool thing. When you practice gratitude, and again, this is backed up by by research, and this was sort of the study that got me totally jazzed about um, gratitude as an area where I might want to do some writing. It was a study done at University of California, Davis, and basically they took the group of study participants, divided them up into three groups. One group wrote a list of three to five things that they were grateful for every day. Another list wrote three to five things that were negatives, and the third group just wrote three to five things that happened, It was like emotion neutral. The people in the gratitude group were found, because they were also keeping a list of this other stuff, to exercise more, they were more active, they were healthier, they didn't drink as much, they didn't have as many allergy attacks. And the coolest thing is that they were more pro-social, i.e. they did more nice things for other people, even though they weren't trying to, it made them more outgoing and kind people, and people in their world noticed that. So there's a great story in the book about a woman who got fired, And I forget her name. You might remember. It's Lindsay Schneider. That's the one. (laughs) That's the lady. She got fired from her job. And nobody wants to get fired from their job. And I can imagine what my frame of mind and the way I would react if they came to me today and said, that's it, Deb, you're out of here. It would not be a good thing. This woman was amazing. She, Lindsay, was grateful. She said, thank you for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure to be a part of this organization. I will miss you all. And she packed her bag and she left. Well, the person who fired her had the opportunity to talk with someone else who was looking for someone to fill a position. And she remembered, Lindsay, she said, I know exactly who the person is. I fired this lady, and she was so nice about it; it made me cry practically. And Lindsay got a new job without even having to look for it. Yeah, that's it was the power of gratitude. Yeah, it really,
0: it really was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I love this. Oh, by the way, I heard you just got the books we shipped to you because for, I did for yeah, our I'm not grateful. Yeah, and and we and it's our new cover. Your this is the first book with our new cover look. It's new very template.
1: serene. It's very inviting. It's It's the kind of thing where you look at the cover and you think, there's something good inside the pages of this book. I better open it up and figure out what that might be.
0: And we made it fancy. We embossed it. We made it very, what they call in publishing, gifty. It's (laughs) very, very gifty. And speaking about gifty, I just want, before we finish off, I just want to talk about the fact that, you have a new line coming out in your Deborah Norville collection, don't you?
1: Yes, yes. We've got um, we've, we're expanding the everyday line. You're so sweet to ask. Um, I've got a knitting and crochet yarn line. Um, you can go to my website and it's got a link to the place where you can get it. But Deborah Norville everyday is a, a, a yarn that doesn't pill. It doesn't make those annoying little balls. And we've just come out with a whole new line of the anti-pilling yarn in a different weight. So if you're a knitter or a crocheter you got more nifty things to pick from.
0: That's great. And uh, for everybody out there, if you want to read more about what's possible for you to improve your life in Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Gratitude, please go to our website, chickensoup.com.